Yes, it's time for a fake podcast again. Is there something better you could be doing for the next 45 minutes? More productive? Spend time with family? Of course. But put feet up, grab vodka, and enjoy our fake podcast. Welcome to the Bunker of Truth, a weekly podcast where we discuss the totally real alien invasion, the government conspiracies that are covering that up, and the hottest trends in secret bunker decorating. I'm leading the Southern Army. My secret code name changes every week. This week, I am known as Colonel Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Why are you Colonel Antonio Banderas? <laughs> just because i like saying the last name banderas it is a so. pretty cool name so i could see that and, all right all right and that is uh general of the northern armies and my co-host uh, yes. general Northside. Yes. welcome welcome did you have a good week there uh general yeah sure we're gonna call it good <laughs> i don't well, know what, what was wrong with it i don't know who's holding mother nature's beer but they need to dump it out she is drunk <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> Did Mother Nature say, hold my beer and wash this? She's Is doing it again said? right now as we speak. It's supposed What's to be going 60 on Wednesday. I'm looking at snowflakes. It's like, come on. Huh? Well, that's why I moved away from Michigan. You were smart. I'm not, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it, it had me find my secret bunker, which... Uh, as you can hear in the background, the work crew is working today. Slaving to the grind as usual. There, Good. there Good. must have been uh, enough of a break... Um, between rainstorms or something i don't know it's it's coming along we're still not open ask, how's the progression it's it's coming along <laughs> it still doesn't look like much of a restaurant okay. uh, this was supposed to be open two weeks ago now i know that's why i'm asking there, there's commercials running just gravy <laughs> just, but yeah i may have to uh, cancel that contract but uh, hey if you'd like to text or leave a voicemail message you can do that at the phone number 931-292-2789 you can email us at bunker of truth at gmail.com of course we're on socials um, mainly facebook and twitter at bunker of truth and please remember to subscribe, but also uh, as we try to grow this podcast, because this is vitally important information that we're sharing here mm -hmm. about the alien invasion. I need you guys to uh, tell your friends about the Bunker of Truth podcast. Spread it, share it. We've got to we've got to grow our audience because not enough people are finding out about the to totally real alien invasion. The progression is slow. It, well, we're growing. <laughs> yes, we are. I just, I just think we could grow exponentially. I 100% agree. And uh, that would be a good thing. So uh, this week, Jim, I, um, we, we had a guest, our guest, reach out to us and wanted to be on. And I, I don't know how to broach this subject with you because our guest this week uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. will will totally corroborate the alien invasion. Oh, cool. But what? Definitely will corroborate the alien invasion, but I think that he's taking the side of the aliens. I don't know. Let's why don't we bring him on and uh, let's talk and and we'll just have a chat. Tyler, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, guys. It's an honor to be here. Absolutely. Hey. Yeah, no, we're glad to have you here. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your last name. Uh, Buckley. Buckley, Tyler Buckley. And uh, Tyler reached out to us through the social medias and um, 
Tyler, why don't you explain to uh, the general there why you wanted to be on our podcast? Because I, I find the, uh, the concept interesting, to say the least. Well, for starters, thank you for having me on. This is, like I said, an absolute honor. And also to follow that up, thank you guys for still keeping a MySpace page up and running. Uh, I wasn't able to find you anywhere else, but I did find your MySpace. And uh, it was very easy to communicate with you. As you know, we've already talked. I said, love the pod. Love what you guys are doing to um, promote all of the alien races, you know, known or otherwise. And I'd love to just come on and kind of share my experiences that I've had over the last, you know, couple decades uh, working directly with several alien races. Wait a minute here. You work with alien races? Like You're not, mm-hmm. not like on the weekends. Um, it's just Monday through Friday, like, you know, nine to five, sometimes sleep in a bit, like 9.45 or so. Uh, well, I think the, uh, the general is asking working with the aliens, as in you're helping the aliens. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> helping them do what? So, uh, I, I, basically what I'm doing is I'm in branding, right? I'm sort of a, you could say, a brand consultant. And I work for a lot of companies, you know, in the 90s, like, um, you know, Furby, uh, Nestle, Nike. I had a lot of very famous, you know, c- campaigns. You guys remember Head On, Apply Directly to Forehead? Head On, Apply Directly uh, to Forehead? I, 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 I don't recall that. I don't, I don't that, either. You'd remember it if you had seen it. That was, that was, um, it was something that I came up with. Was that an Australian thing? Yes, it was. So that may be oh, why okay. you may yeah, yeah, yeah. not have seen it. Um, but I, I got a little bit fed up, I guess, in the early 2000s with sort of, what, what do you guys say over here? The mouse race? You know, just... <laughs> sure. The, the yeah. rat race? I, 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 oh, yes, the, rat, yeah. the rat race. Yeah. Exactly. I got kind of fed up with rats. And any small rodent will do, really. <laughs> they all race. Yeah, That's absolutely. Right, yeah. Um, so, so you left the corporate world. Exactly. And I'd had and a couple like um, close encounters, I guess you could say, that led okay, to... Okay, well, well, what kind of close encounter? I was going to say, let's say. Oh, all right. Um, well, they were, it was very close. I actually had to ask the first gentleman that approached me to take a step back because, you know, hashtag boundaries. I was like, I'll, I'd be happy to speak to you, but I need you to, like, let's be at arm's length you know he had his hands like around we're basically hugging oh oh yeah so Mm -hmm. like personal boundaries personal uh, boundaries yeah and we do that all the time now was was that an alien or was that just someone who was getting too close right that was an alien Um, okay okay so alien wanted to come up give you a hug right and like i said now that's just kind of how they communicate so we do that all the time now but then it was startling right because i didn't know um it's one well, of those erexins actually they're very sort of touchy feely they have a lot of receptors in their arms and fingers so uh-huh uh-huh that's how they and, communicate so and how long basically. ago was this yeah this was in the summer of 2000 and i want to say like 2004 or five so quite a while ago yeah quite a while hmm. yeah and and I'm just curious how how that all came to be. I mean, can you give us some details on yeah. exactly what you were doing mm-hmm. when an alien wanted to come up and give you a hug and 
with why you apparently hugged back. Y- yeah, yep. yeah, there you go. Yep. Well, I was in line um, for the Australian release of the, the latest Three Doors Down album. And mm. I, I don't know exactly what the title of that one was, but I do remember that the cover was upside down. That's how they do all CDs in Australia. Okay. And I was pretty far back in the line, so I was not super excited about being there in the first place. So I guess that's one thing that led to me noticing this gentleman um, a little bit easier than if I had been like, you know, first or second in line, you're like only eyes for the CD table. But I was at the back. So uh, how did you know it was an alien? Did it look like an alien? I mean, Jim has described, Jim knows so much more about aliens than I do. Yeah, I mean, was it a shapeshifter? Was he a gray? Lizard people? What are we talking here? The Xerxans, as I said, they're very touchy-feely. So their faces are pretty androgynous, and you probably wouldn't know just from looking at them. You might, like, think that they had a bad haircut or something. But when when their hands come out, it's, it's the nine fingers that, like, is sort of more of a dead giveaway. And they have suction pods, like, on every joint. Is it nine on each hand or like five on one hand, four on the other? It's nine on each of the three hands. Three each of the three hands. Hand. Yeah, nine. right. Exactly. So he was trying to shake my hand and give me a hug at the same time. And it's, I asked him to step back. And then we had a very delightful conversation after that. I guess that would be a dead giveaway when the, the third hand came out. Yeah. And that was at a time in my life post drugs. So that's how I knew, <laughs> you know, that... that he was actually there in the This is legit. Yeah, right, right. It was not so like So clean and sober when you met the Xeraxian. Yes. And um, uh, what what was he, he, she, they? What were they doing here on Earth? He, he was seeking me out because of, um, <laughs> you know, I never say this for myself, but a lot of my friends in the Intergalactic um, Branding Society, or IBS, that's, that's where I work now, for IBS. Um, a lot of my friends say that there was actually a lot of talk about me, you know, because of some of my campaigns, like head on, apply directly to forehead, head on, apply directly to forehead, and Nestle and other things. So they were kind of seeking out someone to help with their brand here on uh, here on Earth. Huh. There's so much in there. Mm. I don't even know where to start unpacking. Let's, Let's start leave with- your story for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and start with IBS, which okay. I have never heard of before. Well, I have. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, General is familiar with it, as we've had some email yeah. communications it, back and forth. It, yeah, irritable bowel syndrome. That's what I know it as. Irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, it's, so you you got to drink milk or what? That's part of the branding. Um, we've wanted it to remain incognito, and so we launched a branding campaign a long time ago to kind of mislabel it. It's that. So when most people hear IBS, they don't think of the Intergalactic Branding Society, and that's by design. Huh. So it's an incognito. Is the whole Get Milk campaign all about uh, aliens? Yes, it is. Huh. Interesting. I wasn't actually I, part of that one, but it is that, you know, some of my marketing heroes came up the, with The that. whole milk mustache thing might be as big a giveaway as the tentacle. If you're paying attention, it is actually kind of astounding to me now being, you know, having aliens in my life all the time. As I look around, I'm like, how do people miss this? You know, how how do anybody go about their life and think that aliens aren't real? Mm. 
Well, we've been trying to get that across for quite some time. But exactly. The, the problem I'm having here, Tyler, there's aliens that want to kill people and take over the world and the mm-hmm. government's yep. conspiring to cover it up. Mm-hmm. But now you're trying to tell me that there's touchy-feely, let's have a hug and kumbaya, everybody with the Zeraxians. Right. Yes. I mean, yeah, how do we differ? How do we differentiate? In my mind, and the reason why I'm building a bunker and, and Jim is living in his bunker is because aliens are trying to take over the world. Yeah, they're not okay. friendly. Okay, so this is what I do every day. I'm used to sentiments like this. This is the main sort of um, ideology that I, I guess it's my job to combat. So that's kind of why I wanted to come on. And get to speak to you guys. So there's two things to unpack with all that. One, the Zeraxons are fine. Okay. You don't need to worry about the Zeraxons. You've probably actually had a Zeraxian hug. I'm going to say upwards of seven or eight times. Anybody who's been to a nightclub in America or Germany has probably interacted with one or two Zeraxians. But the people that you're talking about are the Valtorians. And 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 they're, they're actually quite difficult for me as well. The Valtorians are the one race of uh, aliens general, as you probably know, being studied in, in this area. Um, the one race of aliens that we have not been able to get through to and seem to, they just don't want anything to do with us. And they're very, um, they're a warlike um, people. And and definitely, you know, conquering is sort of part of their just state of being. So they've been very hard to work with. Two out of five stars in the uh, IBS <laughs> Yelp system. Um, but I, I most, did. like these, these 672,000 races of aliens that we know of. And they're one of two that give us the most trouble. So it's a little bit like the Pitbull Chihuahua. Uh, issue. I'm, and you know how like everyone's afraid of pit bulls, but actually per capita, chihuahuas are the most aggressive dog in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so everybody right. thinks that all aliens want to kill us. Well, by and large, 99% of aliens, they're either indifferent or they want to help us out. But you got one or two alien races, the Valtorians and the Crin. And they're, they're actually pretty aggressive and, and hard to work with. So they kind of give the whole rest of the lot a bad name. All right. I, I guess I could buy that. But when you're talking about a bowl of Skittles. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's, mm-hmm. there's one Skittle in that bowl yep. that will kill you. Right. And the rest, the 99% of them are good. But there's yep. that one that's going to kill you. Are you going to take any of the skittles out of the bowl yeah or do you want to keep them all off the planet no you, you take the one i skittle. say let's keep the skittles let's let's take your zeraxian skittles and your krills and whoever mm-hmm. and all of them and just say hey stay home earth yeah. is closed i don't recall They're, anybody inviting them that no, would be great sign saying come on in hello the crin are notorious party crashes though um and by party crashes i mean you know planet invaders and conquerors so it's less of an invitation scenario and just like i've been saying right along okay so let's let's talk about 
documentary movies here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and if you you go to Independence Day, mm-hmm. that was a group of aliens that came down and decidedly wanted to conquer Earth. Mm-hmm. Now, are 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 any of those aliens? I mean, were were the the aliens in that documentary were those the what do you call them? Crin? Those are the, those are actually yes. The, I was about to say that those were the Crin. That's the only time mm-hmm. in American history that we've been able to get Crin um, to cooperate with being on camera for that. Oh, film. I didn't real. I I thought that oh. was all special effects. I didn't know we had actual <laughs> actors. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Colonel. Colonel, they, there's no way they could have done special effects to look that real. You know. Well, I was. I really enjoyed the uh, the effects in that movie. Now I realize that no, we actually paid actors. What do you pay a, a alien actor? In? I'm yeah. assuming sheep. I mean, do they have space bucks or what? Sheep. He just yep. said sheep. Oh, sheep. <laughs> <laughs> so the aliens are Scottish. You, you know, you could say. But do you know the amount of um, beer that they eat and sheep that they drink is is actually one thing that makes you think they have some Scottish sort of heritage. I, I didn't realize they drink the sheep. I mean, here in um, America, we obviously have a few sheep. Yes, mm. yes, we do. But over there in Scotland, they've got a lot of sheep. So, I mean, right. are, do we have a higher concentration of, of crins in Scotland than in America? In terms of what what do you call the um, exchange rate, being able to convince a crin to work in America would be much more difficult than work in Scotland just because of the availability of their favorite currency. So you're absolutely right. You. Someone is negotiating that. Right. Exactly. You know, how, how, do, how do you contact an alien race and negotiate payment mm-hmm. to be on camera, especially when their whole goal is to try to take over our planet? Exactly. Um, is that where you come in in this uh, whole IBS thing? Is that a Steven Spielberg thing? Is Steven Spielberg <laughs> part of IBS? No, exactly. Steven Spielberg's actually been banned from IBS because he he is still a non-believer. He still actually thinks the whole thing is fake. He uses some special effects in his films, and I'm like, I can just get you like some nice, um, you know, people from the Federation of Kelva. Like they would love to be in your movie, and he won't return my calls. So, but to your question. Um, I don't actually communicate with them for work orders, That's, but I am pretty connected to that department. They room next door to me, and that's a gentleman called Kevin, and he does all of those you know, contracts for like actors and stuff. My, my department is specifically in charge of branding, so any sort of messaging about aliens and you know, communicating that, again, by and large, 99% of them are, are good people, even though they're not people. Mm. All right. There's a lot to unpack there. I'd love to find out some more about the the branding and uh, maybe how long this has been going on. Because, I mean, obviously, this isn't a new thing. They've been making these documentary films for quite a long time. So uh, Mm -hmm. we'll unpack some more of that. But uh, first, we need to take a little break and uh, hear a word from this week's sponsor. If you have traveled multiple light years to reach planet Earth and now find yourself far away from home but looking for love, we have a solution for you. Alien Harmony is a brand new dating site specifically for alien visitors. Of course we match based on personalities and interests, but when it comes to alien love, certain species 
don't always work well together. At Alien Harmony, we have a 27-point process that will make sure that a Zaraxxon never gets matched with a Kryn or a Jaxter with a Threxpod. And there's so many more, but you'll never have to worry about it at Alien Harmony. We've also designed a new section just for our Earth-based humans that would like to be paired with an alien. Because, let's face it, some Earthlings actually want an alien probing. At Alien Harmony, we don't judge. Have a fetish for the sheep people of Regular Six? We can make that happen. And so much more. Find love at Alien Harmony. It's truly out of this world. And we're back with uh, our special guest, uh, Tyler, who works for IBS. Tell, tell me again what IBS stands for, Tyler. It's the International Branding Society. International Branding Society. Sorry. And <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. It's the Intergalactic Branding Society. I always just say IBS, so sometimes I forget the acronym. Intergalactic, because we work with, you know, galaxies. You do a lot of work off-planet, do you? I do. Yeah. Well, I, I work remote on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, which is when I'm home, and then Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'll be on a different planet or planetary system. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. That, Crazy. That's, that's pretty incredible. So, I, I guess, Tyler, you know, give me, give me a rundown. What is a typical day? Mm. When, when you wake up in the morning, what, uh, you know, how, how does a typical day lay out for you? What do you do? It, it depends. I, I do have a fairly loose work schedule, which I'm very grateful for, but because... You know how, like, in the U.S., you guys have several different time zones? Right, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. And so you travel back and forth across the U.S. Well, sometimes you can have, um, what do they call that, um, jet lagging? Mm-hmm. And, okay. and I get that, like, times, I'm going to say times seven. Because Ooh. when you're traveling, you know, across other planets, it's not only time zones, but it's, like, time and space zones. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I got you. So those can really get bent. So I'm supposed to clock in at like, you know, 9 a.m. Um, in Australia time. But sometimes it can be anywhere like within three days of that, depending on what planet <laughs> oh, I've been to, so, you know. So a lot of flexibility. Previously. Yeah. Wow. Kind of built right in. And it kind of has to be, you know, because if I'm traveling at the speed of light, I can't just jump into a Zoom call. We don't have that technology yet. We don't have Zoom call technology, even though you're traveling at the speed of light? That's correct, yeah. You have wow. to be semi-stationary um, to be able to, to connect to a call. Now, I can do I can connect to calls at any of the planets that I visit, but I have to plug in, you know, to the router once I get there. I got you. So, not in flight. Correct, exactly. It, it's, like, it's like flying on an airplane pre-19... Ninety right, yeah. when they didn't have in-flight phones. Okay, well, I guess that makes sense. Airplane mode. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, I, I guess that leads to the next question of how do you travel to other planets? Because yeah. I would assume that our government, being in cahoots with the aliens, mm -hmm. would have that technology. But I mean, well, I would think so by now. We mothballed the space shuttle program through NASA. Mm -hmm. uh, China's doing some stuff, but I mean, what they just landed on the moon or something mm -hmm. or sent a probe mm -hmm. to the moon and back mm -hmm. so i mean we're it seems like we're a little far behind in what the government's releasing compared to the technology that you're using so i mean right. where do you find exactly. the, the ships yeah. or how do you travel from planet to planet well this is gonna come as quite a shock and 
I'm not. This whole thing has come as quite a shock. Oh, I'll be exactly. honest with you. Yeah, no all question. Right. Well, that's that's good then, because I thought all of the, you know, if you just do a quick Yahoo, not like we don't have any of this indexed on Google. You have to go through Yahoo or Bing, um, but you can find out a lot about IBS on those platforms. But what I'm going to say next is probably the thing that might explode this podcast, you know, beyond anything hmm. that you've had so far so i guess all like, right well explode away i guess bring it on. increase your bandwidth if you guys have like if you're paying for a certain amount of listeners i don't know how podcasts work you're going to want to up that before next okay. week all right okay. hit me hit me I'm, what do we got I'm, so you guys if you've said it all correctly with like nasa and you know um elon musk and everything that people are spacex and stuff all of those things are the public ones and they are quite a bit behind where our current intergalactic technology is. The, the, the current space race um, is actually fun. Are you guys familiar with the sport of cricket? A little bit. Yeah. 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 The, the cricket, the intergalactic cricket society is actually the main benefactor of all intergalactic travel and technological research and has been for like, I'm going to say the last 30, 40 years or something. So what you're saying, they play cricket on other planets? Oh, absolutely. You know, like football in, in other countries that aren't America. Well, that's that's cricket in other galaxies that aren't, you know, the Milky Way. You know, that explains so much about that game it because does. it is so hard to understand. Complicated. Mm-hmm. We had Bowlers and wickets. Exactly. And, and, you know, sticky pins and fudgy budges and everything else that we have in cricket. We had to standardize all the rules so that it was accessible, basically, to people from every different galaxy. And in doing so, it did become quite a bit more complicated for um, the people of Earth, which is why a lot of people have trouble with the rules. So did it originate on Earth or did it originate on another planet? It originated on, um, if I'm not mistaken, Xandar Minor is where cricket originated. See, see, that is an alien game. Why am I, I didn't not know surprised? That's going. We we got to put that on a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yep, cricket is cricket is aliens. Well, and and along with it, Zendo Minor is actually they orbit a um, a red dwarf star, and the nature of their orbit only allows them to be outside for three weeks out of their entire solar year. Right, so they purposely developed a game that would take like for flipping ever to complete, just like <laughs> one revolution of one game. So that they could just play one game per year, and they didn't have to have like a whole series of events. But that's that's how it came to be. Oh, Stinking aliens! Stinking aliens! That's how they're invading the Earth right now. Mm-hmm. Is by, I'm glad that's not working. Because okay. who the heck watches cricket? Now, Colonel, again, I need, I do need to remind you that you know you, we're talking mainly about the crit when we're talking right, about fear of imminent you know invasion. But like these people that I'm talking about here, the um, Zelaxioids who invented cricket super like not only peaceful but actually like happy-go-lucky alien race super chill always down for a pun oh, oh i love a good pun but yeah I'm, they they brought us cricket mm-hmm. i mean look cricket. at that game mm-hmm. that is it, it's barely a game <clears throat> i don't even in itself should warrant banning it is because of <laughs> it it does i guess i could concede it does kind of threaten our way of life in a very small way but you know for people who like basketball or 
football or golf or whatever, it is sort of a threatening game because it's like, I don't understand it and I don't like things I don't understand. I wouldn't say it's threatening in any sense because no one is ever sitting there playing hockey going, you know what? I'd rather be playing cricket. It just doesn't happen. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So I I don't find that threatening. I just find it threatening that um, the game has actually, I mean, I guess there's some followers of it Mm. somewhere. You're you're exactly right. What you're saying is actually not only true, but it's also part of the genius of cricket being, you know, the 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 founding sport in in primary funder of intergalactic travel and techno- technological development, because nobody understands it or cares. So, like, you can see a cricket game, and you don't look twice. You know, so nobody's checking into the books. Nobody's mm. worried about what we're funding. With oh, so it's like a money laundering kind see, of thing. Exactly, sort of a yeah. sort of a front, right? So as we're watching a cricket match, <laughs> which who would <laughs> like, like I like yeah, I ever watched a cricket to. match? Uh, I mean, are aliens are are we finding intergalactic travelers coming and playing cricket on this planet? I suppose they could because I mean, who the hell watches it? You'd never right. notice. Exactly. Who right. would know? There has been actually. There's only been been, um, and I'm just saying this off the top of my head. So please, you know, bing this later to double check. But I think there's only been eleven documented cases of cricket players, cricket athletes from Earth. Eleven. Everyone else that you see is from a different planet. Is an alien. Well, that that makes so much more sense. I don't know. Are they watching cricket on other planets from Earth? I mean, yep. is that something? Because yep. mm-hmm. because nobody here is watching it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing our listeners are going cricket. What the hell is that? Yeah, because they don't even know exactly. Unless you watch you King hear, Ralph or something. I'm willing to bet you hear nothing but crickets when you talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I'm going to have to work that one into um, one of our next um Oh, that's a pun. That's a, those was, aliens uh, like the puns. Yeah, oh, the, yes, the Zalaxioids, again, I love that one. I hope you don't mind if I borrow it. No. General. Nope, not a problem at all. All right, take that one. Now, uh, Tyler, I guess let's... Let's focus. You've said you do marketing campaigns for these aliens. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you give us some um, uh, some idea of some of the marketing campaigns that you've done? Maybe we've seen some. Well, exactly. I'll give you. Yeah. Curious. I'll give you one. I guess I'll give you one that's going well, and then one that was actually failed. Okay. Which All one? Right. Which one would you like me to? Uh, I guess let's go with the one that's going well. Okay. Yeah, let's let's hear there. about that one. All right. Um, TikTok. Are you guys familiar with the um, online the yeah, social media? Little little platform? videos and yeah. Yep, yeah. Short, short run Slightly. videos. So we actually um, bought China, which owns TikTok. So we have, the IBS has complete control of, you know, everything running through TikTok and everything the world is seeing from TikTok. So that's been something that's actually got me a, a bit of a promotion, if I'm honest, which was very exciting. I did need a new um, spacesuit, and that so that that's going very well. Our numbers are up, and um, nobody knows that we're connected with it, which is great. C- can we go back just a minute? Uh, yeah. Did, did I hear the words "we bought China"? That's uh-huh. what I heard. Uh huh. Yeah. The IBS. Well, China is a subsidiary. I'm not exactly, I'm not a businessman in any other sense but marketing. But I do know that, yeah, IBS owns China, who owns TikTok, 
who owns the eyeballs of like billions of people. So, and and what what are you using TikTok for? Because um, I I ask my daughter watches a lot of TikTok videos. Mm. Is this something I need to be worried about? That aliens are going to be getting into her head mm. through oh, the Jason. TikTok videos, to, mm-hmm. and this is why it comes back to the meta of our entire conversation today. So I'm so glad that you asked me that, because to the extent that you believe that aliens are trying to harm us, you should be concerned about TikTok. But if you know. That everyone out there, basically, besides the Valtorians and the Kryn, are either indifferent or trying to help us, then, like me, you're very excited about TikTok. Hmm. I'm, I'm still not sold. <laughs> let, me, I mean, you, let me say it this way. If you gave the keys to your car, what's, what sort of um, vehicle do you drive? I drive a Jeep. So if you gave the keys to your Jeep, you could give them to two people, all right? Somebody mm-hmm. who's trying to kill you. Right. Or somebody like your best friend. Uh-huh. And there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely leaning towards the person that's trying to kill me here, but just in case. That's who you're going to give the keys to, Jim? Why not? You know, we're, we're going that way anyways. It's a little extra. Throw it in there. Just now, take a chance. Take a chance. Now, from what I understand, TikTok comes from china it's a chinese right. design program correct yep correct all right. right yep and and from what i understand the children of china are only allowed a limited amount of time on tiktok mm. mm-hmm. right we've got a new one for them okay oh oh another mind-altering program i'm assuming exactly right exactly yeah okay all right kind now, of I see they're, becoming, they're becoming very brazen with all their their marketing stuff like for example celestial seasonings tea it's in the name. Comes mm-hmm. from China. Celestial mm-hmm. seasonings. Celestial seasons. Celestial. Why would you name your tea company Celestial Seasons if you weren't? I don't know. Connected with aliens. Correct. Right. Exactly. It was a little I mean, bit of like, a slip. Yeah. That's like a brand. Well, it's like a branding. How do you tell your fellow alien folks this is their tea? Celestial seasoning. Right there. Was that one of yours? Tyler? I, I have the the buck does stop with me because it was um, somebody in a department that's like three down from mine who made that um, error, and and so I do ultimately take responsibility for that um, mistake. But several people were um, fired, and and three were deported from the planet, and one was made to listen to Justin Bieber CDs. For the rest of his life. That's oh torture. my god! That's almost as bad as being tortured. You know, sent to Greenland for the rest of your life. That's torture. Just, no question. I can't imagine. No, yep, just can't imagine. No. All right. So Tyler, TikTok, obviously a success in yep. in your mind and uh, in, in the minds of IBS. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about the one that was a failure. Well, yeah. this one's this is a little bit harder to speak about. You know, we all we all want to be seen in a good light, but I had sort of a big idea. Um, a, f- a few months ago, and I proposed it, and I think I've built a lot of trust in the IBS um, due to all the campaigns that I've sort of pioneered. And, and I, I, I proposed the idea of this giant weather balloon is sort of a viral marketing campaign that we could do to promote the aliens. So what, you're going to use it like a billboard or what? Well, it actually 
had inside the weather do you guys even know immediately what i'm talking about because it was all over the news I, I do recall a uh, Chinese weather balloon shot across and got shot yep. down by uh, See, the United so States Air Force in Florida or something. It's so, and guys, pardon my language, but it's so flipping frustrating that that balloon got credited to the Chinese because it was it was the Irandorians that we were trying to promote, which that's a peaceful race of telepathic uh, aliens that live on tourists, but we can get into them. So I'm like, hey, let's do it. Let's. This is a huge idea. Let's just put a bunch of brochures and um, zip drives with information about the Arendorians in a balloon, and let's just sail it across the earth for a few weeks, and then we'll have it land with this big, uh, there'll be a big party. You know, there'll be lemonade, there'll be cricket going on obviously <laughs> cricket of course yeah and i, I think they it's such just, a huge draw everybody's gonna want to come to see the cricket match they uh they, they they did this in korea during the korean war also they would mm-hmm. drop flyers to the north koreans and say hey mm-hmm. look dessert come to the to the good side come down here let us know is that what their intentions was like okay hey, we're here to help you come to mm-hmm. our side Mm-hmm. And if yeah, there is a side, exactly. who's their opposite side? Who's their, yeah? I mean, and that, is is there inner is there inner tension amongst the aliens? Well, no. I mean, gosh, it's it's the it's the Kryn and the Valdorians again. Like ever, there's sixty seven thousand mm. of them that just love each other, and then you got two buttheads. And I'm sorry to for my language again, but it's just the way it is. But on the on the weather balloon in the Korean one, did you know that's actually where we it, those people were from the planet Propagandus, and so that's actually where we've derived uh, I, those propaganda. Propaganda, exactly. I've never like, knew, how how many how many how many words in say the English language are based uh, you know have an alien. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's ooh, a fantastic yeah. question. I've said three mm-hmm. of them. So far, and um, there are five. Five words. Yep. Huh. Mm. See, because when, when you go and you look on, like, Merriam-Webster, mm-hmm. um, it, it says, you know, root Latin or exactly. German yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never seen alien. Well, it's said, because well, we, we started the Germans and the Chinese and the Australians. So any time you hear anything coming from, like, like, Germanic, you know, origins... Uh-huh. That's alien. Mm. We don't, is the whole is the whole German language alien? Yes, correct. Because that would explain a lot too. Exactly. Oh, That's why God, it sounds like it that. Would. It's mm. like they have a different word for everything. Mm. They do. But as you guys know, the weather balloon. It sort of the whole campaign got hijacked because people just they don't read Bing, and so everybody thought that it was a different thing, and they credited it to the Chinese, and then they shot it down. And I'm like, it, it was a very hard day in the office. You know, part of me, part of me is glad that happened, but then the other part of me is wants to help you out, Tyler. And I just want to say that you know, when it comes to marketing, um, there, there's other ideas that you could have used. Mm, exactly. That that may have helped without inducing a panic or 
things like that um, that may have prevented the the Air Force from shooting it down. I don't know that I really want to give you advice on marketing, though. Oh, it's totally, I mean, totally fine. I'm open to all ideas. It is hard because hindsight's seventy twenty, you know. So it's it's very difficult not to just look back at all your mistakes and say, "Wow, I, I, I wish I could have done that better." I, I thought hindsight was a lot more than. It was well, like okay, yeah, that was must be an alien. Not in the IBS. <laughs> not in the IBS. I got you. Wow. This, that, there's so much to process there. Well, could I ask I, you guys a question? Because I, you guys have been so generous with asking me all about, you know, my IBS and, and alien races that I'm aware of. Uh, as long as the questions aren't going to be for help in promoting your alien conspiracies here exactly i'm i'm very curious because i am a long-time listener of your your pod and i'm very curious about um you guys's doomsday bunkers although i don't like the phrase doomsday bunker it is a little bit slanderous to the 99 races of aliens you don't give a flip about you know causing mm -hmm, earth's mm -hmm. doomsday I get that it's a colloquialism, you know. I get that we we just say things, but I'm very curious about what you guys are putting in there and and how that's going. I don't know, Jim. Do you, Jim keeps his bunker very very top secret? Do you want to touch on any of your inner sure. bunker workings, Jim? <clears throat> sure. Water, food, a sleeping space, beer. Mm. That's about all I can give you. I mean, so the the four basics, the four basics, the food then, pyramid, correct. The food pyramid, yeah, the yeah. four basics. So with beer at the top, exactly. yeah, well, of course, of the upside down pyramid because beer's got to take the biggest right. spot. I mean, we got to have the big it, chunk for the beer. It's beer, basic physics. Beer is really. food too, you know. No, it has its own food is. group. Well, that's yeah. what the if, crin, as we've you know, the crin eat the sheep and they or they they drink the sheep and they eat the beer. So I, I wouldn't recommend it because. You got to have a mouth that can process metal. Oh, glass. I would, I would love to learn how they eat the beer, though, because that it's like I mean, three bites. That, it's just as, the whole thing. As much as they want to take over the planet, uh, yeah. if they have found a way to consume beer that I haven't found, yeah, I would I'm love curious. to find out more about that. But well, a tinny is like one bite, and a stubby would take like three. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty intense to see in person. I don't. I don't want to give them any credit, though. They're trying to no, take over the that's, planet. That's yeah. fair. But yeah. I will tell you, as far as my secret uh, alien bunker goes, um, it's all top secret. I don't talk mm. about it. I, I. I don't let anybody know about it. Smart. But but since I like you, Tyler, I will uh, let you know that there's a secret portion, a super secret portion that no one will ever know about. It's got the hot tub. It's got the uh, swimming pool. It's shaped like a six-shooter. It's going to be amazing. I've got a four-alley bowling alley that's going in. There's the home theater room. Uh, surrounding the bunker is a giant garden. Not a survival garden. That's off somewhere else. But we've got, I mean, it's flowers and statues and, and you know, fountains and things like that. Wow. We've had to redesign some things to incorporate the helicopter landing pad mm. that we're putting in. Um, it's really a one-time use thing because that's how Joe's moving here. His, his mother's a helicopter mom, and she's flying him in and yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, And then uh, there's the part where Marty makes his moonshine. Marty's this old guy who 
who squats in my bunker, but he pays rent in moonshine, so uh, I let him stay in there. So he's going to have his own little space. And uh, the rest of it's completely top secret. I mean, I, I really don't want to get into the details of it, so I'm not. But then there's the other half, the, the right half of the bunker that uh, is, is not so secret. In fact, uh, I've got some billboards outside of Nashville that will direct you to it. And it's, it's uh, I mean, this is, an, on the TV. this is an audio-only podcast, but I, we record over Zoom. So, I mean, I don't know if you can see on the camera that the, the construction guys are mm. are working back there. And, I mean, that's what all the noise is in the background is, is the guys getting the restaurant ready for... Um, well, it was supposed to be open two weeks ago. Yeah, it's it's yeah. taken a little longer, quite yeah. a bit longer. We, we've still got a lot shine. of work to do. What, uh, what there, kind of cuisine? Of what, what's the restaurant uh, going to feature? Uh, just gravy. Oh, yeah. wow. No, nothing yeah, else. That's the, that's the name of the restaurant, and that's all we serve. Just <laughs> gravy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'd tell you without even knowing, that's going to be some pretty good gravy. It's going to be amazing. People walk in, they taste it, they go, good gravy. It's it's amazing it's one of those things we make a lot of different varieties of gravy mm. and we don't want you to ruin any of it by Mm-mm. putting it on food that's right nope you're not allowed to put it on food that's why we don't serve anything else and i don't want the recipes getting out to the world so there's no to-go containers you have to consume it no, in the restaurant no online menu then probably no no uh you can order ahead i mean we okay. will do that we're not animals but you just have but- to say great i'd like like one or two gravies. Well, we've we've got different sizes and different okay. kinds of gravy. There's small gravy, like a medium. We've we've got like a lunchtime gravy, oh. if you want, like a whole bowl. Yeah, you know, right, you don't right, want right, to get right, filled right. up. You, right. Uh, we've got the special. Uh, it, it's like a romantic kind of thing. Uh, we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. We we found a gravy ladle with two spouts mm-hmm. that you know the yeah you, know, you and your your significant other your date can uh, just come up and you both have. You have could, your gravy. And right, here's just right. a free marketing campaign for you guys on that one. You could say dine with gravitas, like gravitas, you know? And then so like two very smart dressed people. I know you don't want it to get out because it's top secret, but if you did. Well, this this, well, this part of the, the bunker is not secret. secret. No. Yeah, no, the no, gravy. This, oh, this, well, then, yeah, you should definitely. I mean, the recipes are, are He's secret, got billboards. But, he's but the restaurant part of. See, yeah. I mean, it, it's a big bunker. I've split it in half. You got the secret half and you've got the restaurant half. And the restaurant half is has to make enough profit to pay for the secret half. Wow. Although the restaurant half is costing quite a bit more to mm-hmm. build than uh, originally conceived. Yeah, his original but, estimation keeps climbing. Um, do you guys yeah, do breakfast I, gravies? Oh, heck yeah. Positive. Heck yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. that sounds I mean, delicious. It, you, you've heard of biscuits and gravy? I have, yes. Right? Yeah. Well, imagine that, but without the biscuits. Yeah, no biscuit. Just the gravy. Just gravy. Wow. Why, why ruin the gravy by having a piece of dried hunky bread there? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just gravy. It's, exactly. it's fantastic. I'd love to start out. Like my day with, well, I guess you don't have like coffee or, or drinks. Is it literally just it's just just gravy? We are going to do pairings with Marty's moonshine, right? But the rest right. of it okay. is okay. just gravy. Could I'm I sure get that have- hot? I was thinking like a, a cup of hot coffee with a, a second mug of like hot gravy in the morning sounds amazing. But maybe like hot moonshine. 
Well, you can. We we do have a coffee gravy if you. That's like what those. I was just going to tell yeah. him. You get the coffee gravy. You, why, why gravy? Why want, yeah, yeah, you, it's yeah. a two well, it, It's all amazing. Jim and his two first. Uh, <laughs> Jim will two for everything. Both right. It's a two for. It, we're all of us learning about things that have existed that we had no idea that have existed before, and this has been an amazing. Yeah, but see, Tyler, the one thing is that my gravies aren't trying to take over the world, and the government isn't conspiring to cover it all up. With whereas the crin, with the crin, Colonel, the yeah. crin of the ones. Everyone else is fine. I'm sorry, I lost my temper there for just a second. That, 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 I'm I'm okay with that, except I would point out that uh, the rest of those aliens brought us cricket, which Correct. I mean. It, is ab- about as bad as a government conspiracy. Yeah, it, it's, it's you'd almost it's just rather par. be like destroyed. You'd almost rather they just took out the whole world at that it, point. Like, don't give it. Don't if you give force me to watch leave. a cricket match. It's almost like, come on, Crin, just <laughs> blow us to smithereens. I can't take it anymore. I would rather have a probing again than sit through. A okay, cricket this, that's. I'll add that one. Here's a fun. <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather be probed? Have to watch a cricket match get taken over completely destroyed by an alien race or be stuck in a room listening to Justin Bieber for like five minutes. Oh, uh, hmm. I was almost, uh, 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 I've got nothing on that. All the above. I'm, I'm going to go with the probing again, I yeah, guess. The that's that's the, the least of the least invasive. <laughs> It's actually not too bad once you get used to it. We have to do it oh, every yeah, time we go through the metal detectors when we go off world. So you do get used to it after a while. Oh, has anyone checked Justin Bieber for a tentacle? There you go. Uh, I he guess he I might be a that. freaking alien. I've signed mm-hmm. an NDA on that. I'm not actually allowed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, well, Tyler, spoken. you know what? There's there's so much more we've got to unpack there uh, with your whole career and everything. But uh, yeah, we're um, just kind of running out of time here. Well, if uh, I'm is still there any al- chance we could convince you to come back? Well, I was going to say, if I'm still alive, um, you know, there is a pretty high turnover with people in my department. Um, but if I'm still alive at some point in the future, I'd love to come back and, and give you guys an update. Oh, uh, well, we'd, we'd love that, but is it, over. Is, Why? It, what? is it the space travel or is it the aliens? The space travel with the space time lagging that we discussed does a number on your kidneys. Oh, so you, it's, you oh, have no. to have biweekly, um, kidney transplants if you're going to work in this job. <laughs> And then the biggest thing is running into an occasional Valorian or Crim. Well, Bi-weekly. That's a lot of kidney trends. Where do, where do those kidneys come it from? It was Can really uh, the sheep. It was very <laughs> difficult to n- know at first because I'm one of those guys who's like, does bi-weekly mean I have to get a transplant twice per month or every two weeks? And there is a difference. And that's been one of the most confusing things about the whole job. <laughs> it's the bio- so those are Earth weeks? They- exactly. Yeah. They try to keep it all in Earth, you know, terminology to keep it simple. Now, last thing for me on you guys' bunkers, are you guys making those, um, I guess, are you future-proofing those by making them Novaris 9 certified? Novaris 9? No, Novaris Novaris, the planet Novaris, the planet nine. Novaris Nine. Well, the ninth planet in the Novaris system. Do you even have, do you know what I'm talking about at all? I, I, I have no Jim. You're you my uh, alien expert. Okay. Uh, uh, no. So you guys haven't done any of the the bracing, 
the 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 pillaring that you have to do to well, I, okay. No, Jim, you didn't tell me I needed bracing and pillars. You decided for arches, remember? It was oh, in your design. I want you arches. guys went with arches. Oh, I want arches. No. Well, I went with arches for the because the architectural. I mean, it looked pretty. Oh, it, man. Look at how nice an arch looks compared to a pillar. Exactly. Would you rather have an arch? But now you're saying I need pillars. We need to probably after the recording stay on, and I'm going to explain to you guys. You, you're probably going to need to retrofit a good portion of your bunkers if you want the Novaris 9 certified, which you do. Cha-ching, cha-ching. It's going to cost you a lot of sheep. I'll just say that up front. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of sheep. I don't have any sheep. <sighs> I, now i got to start raising sheep. All right. I'm I'm going to do that. We'll, we'll chat after. But... Um, before uh, yes. we go, we, of course, have to do the Florida Man stories. Tyler, I will uh, invite you to stay for these because uh, we use the Florida Man stories to prove that aliens exist in the world, although Tyler doesn't need any. Can I t- just tell you, Florida Man was actually one of my one of my brain children. Um, the whole campaign. Uh, the the whole from, Florida Man campaign the whole, was here. Actually, the whole state of Florida wasn't there, and we added it. So that we could eventually develop the Florida Man campaign, and that is just going so well for um, promoting aliens here on Earth. I, uh, wow! I, I had no idea. I think you have a different definition of uh, promoting than what we do. Um, listen to a couple of the stories, and that might explain. You might need to tweak something here or there. Maybe I'll definitely look into that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, well, maybe you can tell me where this guy comes from, what planet this happens on. Florida mm-hmm. man says he reeked of alcohol, but he wasn't drinking. Here's what was really happening. Uh, Florida man spent years, you know, going through life. His co-workers would accuse him of being drunk. Right. Uh, his friends, his colleagues. Uh, he got pulled over by police multiple times, had to take breathalyzers and do the... the the walk the line test you know the sobriety test on Mm -hmm. the side of the road sometimes he passed sometimes he failed but he always claimed he never had any alcohol turns out he was telling the truth when he eats when he eats his food if he eats too much sugar and too many carbs (gasps) it actually turns into alcohol turns into methane in his stomach and will get into his bloodstream and make him drunk that's not a human thing wow that's not a human thing that is that's an alien thing. Oh and so I'd like goodness. to know where this Florida man, what planet he comes from, where uh, he can save the money from having to buy all the alcohol and just eat and have it turn into alcohol, because I'd like to visit that place. Yeah, it, same. I want the condition. <laughs> it sounds like it could be one of two places, honestly. Um, and I don't actually have the answer. I'm going to have to bing this later. But it could be a gentleman or gentlewoman from Arcadia Prime or Helios 4. And I'm kind of leaning towards Helios 4 because they their, um, their biologies are a lot more similar to the people of Earth than any other race that we've studied so far. And I, I think that whole met- metabolism... You know, processing the the gluten and turning it into sugars, and I think that could be a function of their biology. Have you ever been to Helios Four? I just, you know, I was there for one time. It was like a, it was a thirty-seven second layover on my way to Persephone. 
<laughs> and so I didn't get a real, like, really good chance to look around. Yeah, not in 37 seconds, obviously. Well, That's 37, a- sorry, <laughs> this is so hard. That's 37 Helios, four seconds, which to us here would have been about I mean, three weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so you, you had That's- plenty of time to explore the nightlife. The nightlife, exactly, because it was night at gotcha. that time. We'll have to go sometime. I'd love to have you go. As soon as you get your bunkers, Neveris 9 certified, then we'll be able to pick you up. And we could maybe do like a shadowing thing, you know, sort of a um, sort of a bring your child to work day, but it's it's with your friends. Hmm. If you guys are right. interested in that are at all. Are you up for it, Jim? I'd I do am, it. I, do. I would totally do it. Keep in mind, kidney transplant. Oh, and a probing yeah. before the metal detectors before uh, we go off yeah, the probing, uh, yeah, the big deal of probing. Mm, the, the kidney I, transplant, though. I say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, I was just the opposite. I, I don't mm. mind the kidney transplant, but the probing is kind of... We have see. to do both. Yeah. You can't just, like, each of you pick your favorite. You are going to have to do both. <laughs> and, you know, mm. if you take their advice and just relax and don't clinch, you'll be fine. Exactly. Exactly. Just let it let it happen naturally. Mm, mm. All right. What's your Florida man story, Jim? Well, I have a question for him real quick. There, do you not train the aliens prior to them coming to Earth? I mean, do they not know of our ways? And the reason I ask this because I'm no Rachel Ray, but I'm a better cook than this guy at least. Some guy burned down his own building in downtown Tampa last week while trying to make nachos by lighting a bag of chips on fire. Now he was a squatter. His name is John Banks, and he's 32 years old, and he's been staying in the building without permission for a while. Now, he apparently had a bed, but no stove, obviously, and he lit the bag of chips on fire to cook the nachos. But the flame spread to the bed. Obviously, he was sitting on his bed. Now, he claims he tried to put the fire out, but eventually he just left. And when he came back, the second floor was engulfed. So he decided to call the firefighters at that point in time. Now, they managed to put it out, but not before it spread to the roof of the building next door, which just went through a multi-million dollar renovation. Mm. Now, everything inside this building was ruined by smoke and water damage, but luckily... No one was hurt. Now, there, I've noticed that whenever the, the Florida man screws up, he doesn't really take anybody else out with him. He just does it himself. So Usually, but, yeah. Don't you, you can't not teach them how to cook before they get here? I mean, well, you don't like the bag of chips on fire. Well, General Northside, I say you with all integrity, uh, I heard about that story a few days ago. I was scrolling. I was reading some BuzzFeed articles or something. And I had to call down and see if that was one of ours, and it wasn't. That is actually just a true Florida man, and they've kind of evolved into a race of people who pattern themselves after the aliens that we've planted there. But now, The Colonel and I have discussed this a few times in the past. We think it has something to do with the, uh, uh, we'll call it the breeding of the mm-hmm. aliens in mm-hmm. the Florida mm-hmm. man down there. And it, Yeah, oh, the, the Florida mans are procreating. You're exactly right. Something, because... We just can't make sense of a lot of these stories. They just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can figure when they don't make sense, it's got to be alien. Well, have you, do you guys have the phrase over here that's like um, koala see, koala do? Uh, I, I think it involves monkeys more well, often. But yeah, yeah, sure, uh, like same. Koala see, monkey do. <laughs> yeah, koalas like riding on a sea do. If you put enough monkeys in a room long enough, eventually they make a koala or something like that. Well, all of those phrases, I mean, that just describes the, the human men of Florida who have been observing and kind of it's, an, it's a nature-nurture situation because the, the aliens, right, are there by nature to, to 
purposefully make those stories happen. But then everybody who just happens to be born there or is like bred or inbred there happens to develop those sort of tendencies over mm. time. It's sort of a, it wasn't planned, sort of a byproduct of the experiment. But honestly, it's supporting <laughs> the experiment as a whole. And so it's like a side effect, unintended consequences unintended. kind of thing. Exactly hmm. right. Interesting. So Florida right, can uh, be compared to an ant farm, basically. It's uh, We have several times. We've got um, pictures of like an ant farm colony on an office wall. You know, those motivational posters. It's kind of what, what, what we're going for. Could we pick up the state of Florida and just shake it and do that like you do? Well, we're trying please? that with California right now. Um, but that, you know, it's a whole it's a whole other thing. Probably shouldn't yeah. get into. Okay, yeah, that's probably the earthquake. So I guess the the big question I have about your story, Jim, yes. uh, did the guy ever get his chips? No, no, no. But luckily, well, that's... he'll never have to cook his own food again because he's facing ten years in prison for arson charges. So he hmm. should be safe there. Silver lining. Yeah, silver lining for sure. He should be. Some good. warm chips sound pretty good right about now. Though. You know, microwave microwave your chips it's not that, that, big of a deal. that takes so long yeah, there's so many buttons you gotta hit so. 30 it, seconds or so just <laughs> click a lighter i'm oh my oh you can see I'm, what he was doing then you understand it I'm, I'm reverting back to my florida man roots or something i don't i don't understand <laughs> all right uh yes, well either. tyler there's an open invitation if you ever find some time Please. in your busy schedule to uh come back we'd love to talk to you some more and and hear um more of your propaganda about the aliens thank you that's that is high praise i have loved talking to you guys i really appreciate what you're doing here promoting aliens with the podcast i would love to um come back on at some point yeah we're definitely was, not promoting or warning but yeah yeah, yeah so thank you for putting well and that's why you guys it's open dialogue and you guys have been like so welcoming you know of my beliefs on this issue so just thank you so much for being warm Definitely. I mean, we try to be good hosts, mm -hmm. and and I do appreciate the uh, the knowledge that I have to put pillars in my bunker now. Um, yeah, because yeah. that's that's going to affect the arcade. I'm going to have to get a hold of Yanni and have him redesign some of the. Yeah, well, well, I'll just sell more gravy, Jim. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And look into sheep. And <laughs> you're going to need sheep. I'm going to have to need raise sheep. some sheep. Where am I going to put we're, sheep we're, in my bunker? I got no place for sheep. I uh, I don't know. You know what? I need a I need to go eat a beer and light some chips on fire and uh, something. <laughs> I got so much to process right now. I, I don't know what I can do. Hey, uh, check us out on the socials um, at Bunker of Truth. You can call our phone number uh, two three what nine three one two nine two two seven eight nine. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Tyler, thank you again. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure. Yeah. And uh, Jim, I will talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Perhaps it's time to send secret underwater alien-proof bunker to Australia to watch those people. They seem a little shady. Colonel Antonio Banderas was played by Jason Crum. General Northside was played by Jim Smith. Tyler Buckley was played by Tyler Brickley. You can catch Tyler streaming on Twitch as Tyler Brickley and Friends. And find out more about him and his work at TylerBrickley.com. Bunker of Truth Podcast is produced by Jason Crum and Jim Smith, edited by Jason Crum.
There is cricket match I need to go watch. I see you next week with another fake podcast.